absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind, working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me that I got to work? I feel sorry for me. (laughs) Exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, yeah. Fun, sun, and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world, including those down here in sunny South Florida. That's right. We're back in our uh, regular environs for a while. And the Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. It's a very big day. We've got breaking news, NHL trade deadline stuff coming down. We've had a huge trade within the last 30 minutes or so. You're on, Moose. You're on, Moose. And I appreciate you coming on. I know you're feeling a little under the weather today, coming out of a very big weekend. Uh, are you going to be able to pull through? Are you going to be able to tough it out, grind it up? <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt, I can play through it. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, this is episode number 720 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And coming up on the program today on this NHL trade deadline day, uh, Florida Panthers longtime radio analyst Bill Lindsay, one tough SOB, pride of uh, Fernie, B.C., and Whitefish, Montana. Bill Lindsay coming up on the program today to talk about the moves in the NHL and also Jeff Patterson to do the same from Vancouver Canucks coverage from long time past. Before we jump into the quick six show topics, did you, Darren, upload photos for the weekend photo album? Did you? <laughs> That's a hard uh, uh, no. But my weekend mm, okay, well, was exciting, but far less exciting than yours. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. We have we have it. This is that's why they pay me not to just look pretty. <laughs> the RP photo album uh, for Great Western Brewing Company, the best beer in the game. This was on Saturday. One last look at beautiful Calgary as we slid out of there. We will be back April eleventh. Miss you, Calgary, but we'll be talking about you lots. What else we got there, guys? Uh, this lit. This look at this couple of signed Connor Bedard jerseys. I have no idea what these suckers are worth. I guess we're going to find out at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Golf Tournament coming up June 20th at Bears Paw. For details, DM us, and we'll get you into that golf tournament. That'll go up on the silent auction as we raise a lot of money for a really wonderful cause. And I think the last photo we have is uh, back here. Yes, indeed, on the beach. Didn't take long, 28 degrees Celsius, and we're enjoying it, and we're ready to talk hockey. All right, again, the Great Western RP Show photo album is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. All right, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. As you can tell, Moose, I'm feeling punchy. I'm happy uh, because back down here and big news. NHL trade deadline. Got my gong back. I don't have the bell, but the gong will suffice. (laughs) The Minnesota Wild addressed their inconsistent goaltending situation by acquiring Marc-Andre Fleury in a trade with the Chicago Blackhawks Monday morning. The deal was confirmed by a source uh, on the condition of anonymity. Blah, blah, blah. The Wild are in the midst of a tightly contested Western Conference playoff race and began the day third in the Central Division. In Flurry, they had a three-time Stanley Cup winner, who at 36 won his first Vezina as the NHL's top goalie last year while playing for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, I'm bringing you in for the analysis, Moose, because you're not just a pretty face either. Um, I felt that the flower was the biggest piece out there. Our viewers said the same thing, right? A couple weeks ago, we had that poll question, who's the biggest 
available. And it went down today. I didn't envision the flower going to Minnesota. From the coverage that I've seen already this morning, he's only interested in finishing the year with Minnesota. He's on an expiring contract. And... He'll look to play somewhere else next year, unless this is a wonderful conclusion to this season and this contract for him and many. So the poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center, before we go any further is, you want to throw it up, who has improved their team the most in advance of the trade deadline? And I didn't even run this by our crew. We forgot to talk about it in the morning meeting. I came up with it on my own. The Minnesota Wild today adding the flower. The Toronto Maple Leafs, who made a big splash on the weekend. The Florida Panthers. Or the Calgary Flames, who were very active ahead of the trade deadline. So if we can bring the moose back in, and you can vote now on YouTube or Twitter. My vote's for Florida. Your Leafs got, as you know, Mark Giordano on the weekend. So over to you, Moose, on all of this. Today's news, the Leafs move, and the rest. Yeah, I think the Mark Giordano trade was was a big one. You got a veteran on the back end um, that really helps. They need to solidify, you know, their defensive group. The, you know, Ben Chirac going to Florida, but I think it's this morning's Mark Andre Fleury trade. I know he won the Vesna last year, so he still has a lot of game left in him. And Minnesota, we've seen them. I mean, they came through Western Canada when we were there. They've um, been really good this year. I think Minnesota is primed to contend, and goaltending was one one area of concern for them. Now this kind of clears that up. So if Marc-Andre Fleury gives us anything close to what we've seen the last couple of seasons, Minnesota will be a contender. Interesting you say that. By the way, tell your friends, and I see it, viewership going up as we are now on the air from South Florida and the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where the Moose is residing today. I'll get to your good mornings and all the rest uh, in a moment. You guys can continue to say hi to each other, but I, I got to move along. My vote is, is for the Florida Panthers because I'm in Florida. You saw that on the weekend I tweeted, uh, hey, for the Flames, you can't be in the top five if you lose to Buffalo. Brian right. Dixon, one of our viewers, wrote me and said, you must be leaving town. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> I sent him a photo from the airport. Got me! Anyways, hey, Sports Talk Radio this morning. If you go to my Instagram story, you'll see it. At Rod Peterson Official, they're talking about the Panthers. They're talking about the trade deadline on sports radio down here in South Florida. So the Panthers are in it to win it, and people that don't even follow the Panthers are all excited about getting Claude Giroux, which reminds me, we'll talk more about Giroux going to the Panthers later when Bill Lindsay joins us, the Panthers color guy, and was on that 96 run to the Stanley Cup final for Florida. But I want to talk to you about Mark Giordano. The wire story here is this. Mark Giordano is going home. The Maple Leafs acquired the veteran defenseman in Toronto native along with center Colin Blackwell from the Seattle Kraken on Sunday for two second-round draft picks and a third-rounder. And I might throw in there that Claude Giroux was dealt to Florida on Saturday for first-round pick Owen Tippett, who's just a stud. A conditional 2024 first-rounder and a 2023rd third-round pick. A 2023 third-round pick. Here's my thing on Giordano. And obviously you're going to say, you know, the Leafs are in it to win it. I hear he's a great guy. I've never met Mark Giordano, but this is what I know. Don't at me. But for years, we've said the Flames have had a culture problem. Giordano leaves in the expansion draft, and all of a sudden the Flames are running away with the Pacific Division and are a Stanley Cup contender. I'll preface that again, or repeat, I don't know Mark Giordano, but I know guys that have coached him, 
I know things that have been said in one-on-one meetings between the two that makes me believe that although he is a captain and they wouldn't put a C on a guy that's a tremendous leader, come on. Two plus two adds up to four in this case. He's gone. Flames were a contender. Obviously, the Leafs feel otherwise. They wouldn't have done their homework on him and come to the result that they don't want him. They want him, Darren, but that's just what I see. What do you think? Yeah, that's that. That's interesting, you know. And and you wonder how much is it other external factors, Daryl Sutter and and whatnot, and just that group. But um, I mean, you're you're right. You, you don't put a C in a guy unless he's a great leader. But you know, it might not just be a coincidence that you know now the Flames are rolling and their dressing room seems to be pretty good and pretty clean and pretty tight. Now you know you look at other hockey guys. Ron Francis thought enough of Mark Giordano to make him the selection and put the C on him in Seattle. Um, so there's that. They think highly enough of him in Toronto to bring him in. We'll see, right, where, what happens with the, with the Maple Leafs. If they can't deal with adversity and, and their locker room starts to become an issue, then, uh, then maybe we will question this move. But, you know, on the surface, I like it. Of course, you're a Leafs fan. But at a dinner party last night in Dodge City, and you saw the photos, that's on my social media too, they were talking about, uh, you know, Joe Thornton's been added to the Panthers, and he brings veteran leadership. And I'm like, well, he didn't do squat for the Leafs last year. And the feeling down here is, well, that's Toronto. They ruin everybody. Sorry. So, uh, not wrong. You know, yeah, so to circle back around on Giordano, I want to hear from the Alberta peeps. You know, we've exploded in Alberta just in time for us to head out of there for a few weeks. Before we go back, how do you feel about this? I'll say it again. You're, you're, captain should be at least <laughs> i look at the captains in the past messier gillies pot van the cornerstone of your franchise if you're a winning franchise and you see so you you remove giordano and you don't you get better so that's my take on that and then for the winnipeg people watching mason appleton is back with the winnipeg jets the jets have acquired him from the seattle kraken for a fourth round pick in the 2023 nhl draft the 26 year old from green bay wisconsin had six goals and 11 assists in 49 games for the kraken this season he was selected by seattle in last year's nhl expansion draft so with that move i'm like i knew you didn't want to leave him they didn't want or you didn't want to lose him in the expansion draft so you got him back you don't want to lose anybody in the expansion draft. Your players are your players. You love them for a reason. I've been involved in a lot of expansion drafts in both pro football and hockey. You don't want to lose guys. What does that move signal for Winnipeg? They didn't really sell off and they didn't really buy. And yeah, your thoughts on the Jets here at the deadline? Yeah, it didn't really do much, right? They get a player they like, but that's about it. Not selling, not buying, just kind of staying pat and this group needs to either go on a run or make some moves in the next few 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 hours, right? As we get closer to the deadline, uh, it's hard to get a read on what they're doing in Winnipeg right now, um, and that's a tough spot to be when you've got all these guys who have done so well for you and and got you into the playoffs and made you a contender, but you're underperforming. Well, do you believe in that group that they can get it together down the stretch and go on a streak and get in and be contenders or? You know, that's the really tough decision to try and blow it up. So I don't know what they're going to do here the rest of the day. Again, uh, folks, you're welcome to chime in with your comments, but it's not yet viewer takeover for Taco Time. My point too, Moose, was Sunday NHL leftovers, but because it's trade deadline day Monday, I'm so over Sunday. So let's move on to point three. 
and that is Deshaun Watson's complicated pass didn't dissuade the Cleveland Browns from betting on the quarterback's future. He is on Cleveland's roster, and at this point, that's the only certainty with a talented yet controversial quarterback. Deshaun Watson's stunning trade to the Cleveland Browns became official Sunday, capping a whirlwind few days during in which the three-time Pro Bowler, accused by 22 women of sexual harassment or assault, agreed to come to Cleveland after initially telling the team he wouldn't. The Browns are taking heat for bringing in Watson with his legal baggage, but the team feels comfortable with its decision. Desperate to win, the Browns have gone all in for Watson, sending first-round picks to the next th- for the next three seasons to Houston. This better work along with a 2023 third-rounder and a 2024 fourth-rounder. Cleveland is also giving Watson, who's still facing civil lawsuits, public scorn, and possible NFL discipline, a fully guaranteed $230 million contract. Now, there's more. I'll just throw in that Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans were all trying to get a hold of Deshaun Watson, too, via trade. You can sit and debate all you want whether this is right or wrong. It's in my commentary today on Cat Country, Rock 98.5, and RodPeterson.com. If you're expecting sports teams to do what's right, you're going to be waiting a real long time. And that's not a new thing. That's always been a thing in pro sports. It just is. Uh, Just win, baby. But in this case, I really think, Moose, that this is going to blow up in the Cleveland Browns' face for two reasons. One, it always does. And two, We talked about this a bit on Friday, but Baker Mayfield, I believe, is a franchise quarterback. They stunned the world when they took him number one overall. And if I may, he took him to the playoffs, took him to a playoff win. From all accounts, he's a great person. He's the kind of guy that you build around and is a franchise guy, and you ship him out for Deshaun Watson, who you got to defend before he even gets to Cleveland. Is he that much better than Baker Mayfield? Like, he's good. He's very good. We saw him live in Houston. You and I were there. Hosted a sports trip there. He's very good. But what is it worth? I think this blows up on the Browns. How about you? I'm not so sure. And I don't know if I was was reading Peter King or if I was listening to to some American talk. But they, they went back to when Deshaun Watson came to the NFL out of Clemson. And one scout and one or one league personnel had mentioned that he was one of the cleanest prospects to come out of college football cleanest in terms of personal reputation in terms of rap sheet and all those types of things one of the cleanest prospects to ever come out of the ncaa now obviously you give the guy a little bit of money he wants to have a little bit of fun and now he's getting into a little bit of trouble right and he's got all the allegations so i think there's a good person in there i think he's made mistakes i think he probably has a chance to now redeem himself and get back into the nfl um, I don't know if Cleveland's the place to do it. It hasn't been a kind place for quarterbacks. It hasn't been a kind place, you know, for, for players to spark their careers. But uh, maybe for Deshaun, it will. But, you know, with Baker, I'm with you. I mean, he had a bad year, okay? So we know that. He had a bad year, um, and, and now we're not sure about Baker Mayfield. But you're right. He seems like he's got a little personality. He came to your organization and not only made you a championship contender, you know, got you into the playoffs. That doesn't happen in Cleveland. Like you said, won a game. That doesn't happen in Cleveland. So one bad year, I wouldn't be so quick to just close the book on Baker Mayfield either. Well said, my friend. That's why we are a great team. Uh, You've made me walk back. We're all about second chances here. I get it. But I just think moving on from Baker Mayfield is, uh, I I think he's the guy. 
what was Deshaun Watson really doing for the Houston Texans before he got into all the trouble? He took them to the playoffs, too. But they got destroyed in those playoffs. Anyway, i got to think about it a little more. John O'Flynn watching from Vancouver. I'm just gonging it because we haven't heard from John in a while. He says, hit the like button. I'm watching on Game Plus Network on TELUS Channel 924. Well, well, thank you very much. That's out in Vancouver, Canada, where we're very popular on TELUS Optic TV. It's the preferred cable carrier in Western Canada, TELUS Optic TV in Alberta and BC. There's no doubt. I see that we have to take a break. We've got through three topics, Moose, so you sit tight. You're doing great, my friend. Hang in there. <laughs> when we come back, we'll get to what the other people want to talk about. We covered hockey and football off the top. We've got NBA to get to. We've got the World Women's Curling to get to. I want to talk about some interesting weekend notes involving a rush, some junior hockey stuff, and uh, how about those Blue Jays? How about those Blue Jays? We've got a lot to get to. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states, live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.